Master Jeff, you bad motherfucker. Oh shit, Master Jeff in the house. Greetings from Podcastville. This episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast is brought to you by my friends at SeedsHereNow.com. SeedsHereNow.com offers seeds from all of the industry's leading breeders, including TH Seeds, Swamp Boys Genetics, and of course, Irie Genetics. Everything at SeedsHereNow.com is backed by an award-winning satisfaction guarantee, and for my friends on a tight budget, SeedsHereNow.com offers several packs for under $30, as well as amazing monthly sales. Make sure to use coupon code GFYH10 while checking out to save a few bucks. Once again, that is coupon code GFYH10 while checking out at SeedsHereNow.com. Yeah, welcome back, podcast world. I'm your host, my friends call me Rasta Jeff, and this is episode 675 of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. In this episode, I'm going to read a couple of Patreon questions. Before we get to that part of the show, let's do a few shout-outs to a few of those great folks who support the show on Patreon. Let's start off with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout-out to my friend Girls Grow Too. Let's send a thank you shout-out to Canna Organic Illinois. Let's send a big thank you shout out and a fist bump to Magic Mike. Let's send a special thank you shout out to a longtime supporter, my friend the Canocrat. Let's send a thank you shout out to Levity Love Day. Let's send a big high five and a fist bump to Eric. I want to send a thank you shout out to Groove2112. Let's send a Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to another longtime supporter, Gramps Memel. Let's send a thank you shout out to my buddy Eric Ross. I want to send a big fist bump and a thank you shout out to Single T. Let's send a thank you shout out to Brohan76. Then let's wrap it all up with a big Grow From Your Heart podcast thank you shout out to my buddy Matthew T. Big thanks and big shout out to everybody who continues to support the show on Patreon. If you are not already supporting the show and you would like to learn how to do so, all you have to do is visit www.patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen and you know I do put a link in the show notes and in the video description to make it nice and easy for all of my friends. This is, of course, the part of the show where I do invite you to join us on the Discord server. The Discord server is approaching 1,500 members. By the time this podcast episode comes out, we might have 1,500 members on the Discord server. Big salute, shout out, thank you for all of the support on Discord. It's a good time over there. I'm having a great time hanging out with people. I try to jump in the chat. I just posted some questions and actually a secret strain release idea, uh, asking for strain names. A bunch of stuff happens over there on the Discord, so please do join us on the Discord. There is a link, of course, in the show notes and in the video description. It has been a long time since I've talked about what strain I'm smoking on the podcast. Uh, I need to mention what strain I'm smoking because it feels like uh, I've got bricks on my head or excuse me, maybe like I've got some kind of belt around my brain. I feel slow motion. I took a big fat dab of some blue fruit live rosin from Green Dot Labs. Nobody pays me to talk about it. Nobody gives me the concentrates. I went to the local dispensary and I bought it. Uh, I brought it home, set up the equipment, thought I should take a dab before I record. And that stuff put me in slow motion. So if you catch me going a little bit slow, looking, feeling a little bit confused, 
You're right. It's from the Blue Fruit, and I am enjoying it. So big shout out to our friends at Green Dot Labs. Honestly, they do not pay me. They don't sponsor the show. I just enjoyed the dab that I just took so much that thought you might notice, and I should mention how good it was. All right, let's keep things moving. The next order of business I want to talk about is I want to send a big thank you shout out to all of the people that I ran into at the Colorado Cool Vibes Reggae Festival at the Levitt Pavilion in Denver, Colorado. There was a reggae festival. It was the first year of the reggae festival, and with the outcome that I saw, I guarantee we will have that festival again. I hope a lot of the same bands return. Uh, it was. Let me talk about some of the bands that we got to see. We got to see, when I showed up, Mighty Mystic was playing. If you're a reggae fan, you probably know Mighty Mystic. After the Mighty Mystic, I think we got to see Jamiri Morgan. Big up to my buddy Jamiri Morgan. Uh, Jamiri is the son of Gramps Morgan, who of course is a member of Morgan Heritage, who is one of uh, probably my top three, top five reggae bands of all time. Um, I might maybe have gotten to hang out with uh, Jamiri Morgan and Morgan Heritage a little bit. Not going to talk too much about that. You could tell by the smile on my face how much fun I had there. <clears throat> we got to see Mighty Mystic, Jamiri Morgan. After Jamiri Morgan, a band called Through the Roots came on stage. They're the band that sings uh, Sorry for My Bloodshot Eyes. If you listen to reggae, if you listen to reggae ra radio, any reggae channel, you've heard that song. Got to see those guys. Then we got to see the beautiful, lovely, and amazing Natalie Rise. Uh, that was pretty awesome. Uh, I talked about going to a reggae show a few nights ago. I went to another reggae show since then. I uh, haven't missed a show on the tour yet, and it's just kind of a joke. There's only been two shows on the tour so far, you guys, but I haven't missed a show on the tour, uh, but it's been a good time hanging out with all the reggae artists. On uh, Saturday at the reggae festival, I kind of got to hang out with everybody and got spoiled. Also, a lot of the cannabis community was present at that festival. A lot of the reggae community was present at that festival. Uh, it was a good time. A lot of people came and gave me hugs, high fives, fist bumps, uh, love and respect. Big shout out to everybody who gave me any sort of love, respect, high five, fist bump. If you took a minute to compliment my dreadlocks or my shoes, thank you. It was a great day. Uh, I was uh, just beaming with good vibes and big energy because a reggae show is like my favorite place to be. I was specially invited by one of my favorite performers. I got to hang out with some of my favorite reggae artists and see some of my favorite uh, favorite people. Some of the older Rastas that I look up to were there, the Colorado locals that have been putting on reggae shows for years and have uh, been in reggae bands here for years. I got to hang out with them, hang out with some popular reggae bands. That was a good time. You could tell, still vibing from it. So big up to everybody who showed me some love at the reggae festival. You guys are not here to talk about a reggae fest. You guys are here to talk about growing ganja. So let's focus a little bit on that. Thanks for letting me rant about reggae music for a minute. I caught myself chattering. I'm high. We'll get back on track here. Um, I do have some great Patreon questions. That's what we're going to talk about. That's what we are going to talk about. Not even going to edit that one. Uh, we are going to talk about some Patreon questions. Once again, patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. We will jump right into it. We're going to go with this one first. This one came from my friend. It looks like what name do they want me to use? We're going to say this came from our friend Warwick and it goes a lot like this. It says, what's up Rasta Jeff? I have some seeds from a source who has some sort of Wizard of Oz, uh, and then they call it Killer Green Bud, and I was looking at crossing that with some of your genetics. Which would you suggest? Cheers from Warwick. P.S. I love the podcast. Uh, Warwick, big shout out. Great compliment for loving the podcast. Even better compliment, wanting to breed with my genetics. That is a very good question. So you've got some seeds that I don't know what those seeds are. The Wizard of Oz, I don't know what that is. I don't know where they came from. I could have done some research, but honestly, that wouldn't help me out too much with my advice. I would give you the same exact advice probably. 
Um, you've got seeds. So do you want to use a male from my plants or a male from that pack of seeds? Like, have you decided which side is going to be which? Like which side, who you're going to use the male from, who you're going to use the female from? Have you done any commitment or deciding or any uh, dedication to um, which side is which? Have you thought about that? So you've got some seeds. Uh, who has some Wizard of Oz? So you're going to have to grow the Wizard of Oz. Then you're going to have to grow some of my seeds. And we'll talk about which ones uh, later on. Uh, grow that Wizard of Oz. Do you find a good boy? Do you find a good female? Is there something you like in there? What stands out about that plant that makes you want to breed with it? That's what I want to know. Why are, what is your goal? It all boils down to where I'm headed with this is what is your goal? When you're breeding cannabis plants, one of your main objectives, one of your main things to think about is what is the goal? What's your purpose here? Why are you breeding these plants? Uh, I appreciate that you want to breed with my stuff because you like something about my brand makes you want to breed with it. I appreciate that. But what makes you want to breed with these particular plants? There's got to be a goal in mind when you're breeding. Uh, it could be, I want to make some hot fire. Cool. That's a great idea. But what traits make hot fire in your opinion? What is a good pie? What's a good cake in your opinion? Because you are being a chef now. You're the one mixing shit up. What is your goal? What are you trying to bake? If you're trying to make pizza, then we don't need to order uh, if we if you're making pizza, we need to order cheese and pizza sauce. If you're making cakes, we need to order totally different shit. We don't need any cheese and pizza sauce in our cake. So it's all about your goal. What do you want? So I would say grow, start off, grow some of these, uh, what are they called? Wizard of Oz, kill a green bud seeds and see what you get. Do you find a stellar male? Do you find a stellar female? Is there a plant in there that talks to you that just says, I am a standout breeding plant? I see that as a breeder. Uh, as a passionate cannabis grower, as somebody's that, somebody that's been around these plants and seen them express themselves so many different ways, I see plants and I go, that right there is something you should breed with. And that intuition will kick in. So learn about Mendel charts, learn about aleal charts, learn all of that stuff, then build some intuition on which plants to breed with. Then grow these seeds, find a male or female that gets your attention, keep them, have a clone of that, keep a mother plant of that, grow it several times, build a relationship with that plant so you understand how it reacts and responds to different feedings, different conditions, different stresses. Learn it very well. Then uh, think about what your goal is. What does that plant have that it would mix well with? What is that plant missing that you want to maybe correct? What could you improve upon with that plant? What terps are going to mix well with that plant? <clears throat> what structure will combine well with that plant? Think about things like that. Now, what is your goal is something I keep saying. I don't know what the flavors, uh, the aromas, the structure, the potency, I don't know anything about the plant that you're starting with. That's why you've got to grow it, test it, find the keeper that you like, then we'll breed with that. Then what is your goal? Do you want to make something really tall and skinny that takes 77 to 85 days to flower? Or do you want the opposite? Do you want something short and squatty that finishes in 55 to 63 days? Do you want something that will rip your brain apart the first time you smoke it. You take two rips off of it and it feels like your head just exploded and beams of light came out of it. You're fucking panicking and paranoid. Or do you want to take two fat rips and just melt into the couch and be part of the couch? It's all about your goal. So it's really hard for me to tell you what to breed with because I don't know your goal. I don't know if you're trying to make pizzas. I don't know if you're trying to make apple pie. So I'm not sure what ingredients to send for you uh, from the store. Uh, do you want something I can really kind of guide you through is terps. Do you want strawberry terps? Do you want orange terps? Do you want funky blueberry skittly kind of terps? What other terps did I write down? Do you just want pure 
gas and funky stank. I can steer you in directions with that. Uh, of course, I've got strains that are kind of obviously labeled for that uh, kind of project. If you want strawberries, strawberry starburst would be the way to go. If you want orangey orange terps, sunkiss would be the way to go. If you can get it, orange gasm would be the way to go. Now, if you get orange gasm, you're locked into either using the orange gasm as the female side of the cross because it's a feminized seed, or you've got to find a good orange gasm, reverse it, use that as your pollen donor. So that's puts you on a, a track for your breeding that does kind of make some decisions there for you when you use a feminized cross on one side. Side rant, it is totally fine. It's okay. I do it all the time. You can breed to a feminized seed. If you've got a seed, it was feminized. It works just like any other plant. You could breed to it. You can mother plant that bad bitch. It, it works just like the other plants. People have some weird rumors, myths, misconceptions. It's whack. It's not real. It works just like other plants. The only difference was it was female for sure. All right. So if you're looking for certain flavors, certain terps, I can help you with that. Like I said, there's orange, there's strawberry, there's blueberry funkiness. I've got garlic stuff. I've got like uh, skunky, gassy, dirty feet kind of shit that I can recommend you breed with. That would be the double dose. If you want the garlicky stuff, use the dark hollow. <clears throat> a lot of my stuff is very, uh, the names kind of give you a good hint of what the flavors are going to be like. Strawberry, there's Blueberry Butcher is going to taste like blueberry. So their Lemon Jeffrey is going to taste like lemons. There's stuff like that. Lemon Sunrise tastes like lemons. I give you pretty strong hints with my Terp profiles. So are you looking for uh, super high THC? Because a lot of my stuff will give you super high THC, but I'd probably recommend using like an Arise or a Sonic Boom Male to get that really high THC. Or anything with the Jack the Ripper crosses would contribute to super high THC. But along with that, will come a longer flowering time. So those are things you have to negotiate with when it comes to breeding. Uh, and then you will find outliers in the phenotypes and then find an outlier, find one that came from sativa dominant, heavy genetics that were bred together, find one that flowers in a short time and breed to that one again and breed to that one and keep finding short flowers. And you get that sativa dominant short flowering thing, uh, which is kind of what I think they did with golden goat. Anyway, I'm on a ramble there. Are you looking for more of a sativa or indica outcome in your cross? If you want more sativa stuff, uh, I would say go with like the Jack the Ripper crosses or straight up a rise. If you want more indica stuff, I would say use a morning dew, a dark hollow, or maybe a double dose as, as a female or maybe even a male in one of your crosses. It's really all about your goal. Uh, I said earlier, do you want a longer or shorter flowering project? Do you want them to finish in 55, 63, or do you want those 80-day flower plants? Uh, if you want to go longer, uh, I would say use something, the Jack the Ripper stuff. I've said that before, that Jack the Ripper stuff goes for a while. The Morning Dew, the Prana, the Sun Kiss, those finish a little bit earlier. If you want some quicker finishing stuff, that's what I would recommend. But overall, it's hard for me to recommend what to breed to your Wizard of Oz, because first off, I don't know what the Wizard of Oz is. I don't know what it looks like, smells like. And even if I had a good written description of it, if it said here that it smells like pine trees and grows like this, how do I know that that's the phenotype you're going to get? Maybe you selected a phenotype that smells like bubble gum and gets real tall and skinny, and I don't know that. So it's hard to decide what to tell you to cross it with. And then you're going to get different phenotypes from my crosses as well. Some things will get, if you cross something that's real strawberry and something that's real gassy, some phenotypes are going to lean real strawberry. Some phenotypes are going to lean real gas. And guess what? Some be strawberry gas, perfect up the middle. You're going to get others that are totally random shit. You'll get 
bubblegum and turpentine out of some of them, but that's just outliers because that's how genetics and nature works. There's nothing stopping you from breeding with multiple female plants at one time. You can get one dude and as long as that one dude makes enough pollen, you can pollinate as many females that are in the room. Uh, I allegedly have a greenhouse going right now with King Solomon sitting right in the middle. Uh, he's actually, he served his purpose. He did his job. He uh, he made a fucking mess. Everybody's pregnant. Uh, how would Tracy Morgan do it? He got everyone pregnant. They pregnant. Uh, I can't do a good Tracy Morgan on the spot. I uh, wasn't prepared, but you know what I'm saying. He got Everyone got pregnant tonight. Uh Shout out to Tracy Morgan. He got everybody pregnant. Uh, not Tracy Morgan. King Solomon got everybody pregnant in that greenhouse. Uh, and he got one, two. I think he pollinated 12 other. He pollinated 12 female plants. So there are 12 outdoor plants got pollinated by one plant. When I go indoors, I usually do one male per one or two lights. So I've got a light of female plants and one male plant per light. Maybe sometimes two, depending on how big the overall plants are, how big the dude is. But I'll put several females to King Solomon most of the time or several females to Jack the Ripper or several females to a reversed golden goat. That way you can make multiple things. And then that way you run those multiple. So you put, let's, uh, for example, say we put your, let's just take the Wizard of Oz male and we'll pollinate Strawberry Starburst, we'll pollinate Sunkiss, and then we'll also pollinate Jack the Ripper and we'll grow seeds from all of those. And we've grown the Strawberry Starburst, the Sunkiss, and the Jack the Ripper times enough to where we know what they do when you grow them. They know how they respond and react to different environments, feedings, conditions, abuses, stresses. We know what they're resistant to. We know what they're really susceptible to. We know how long they take to flower. So we know those plants very well, right? We've got a, re a relationship with those. Then we cross them with uh, your male uh, Wizard of Oz. Then you grow the seeds that come from those plants. And then we get to see what the male is doing to each different cross. So if we see that normally the strawberry starburst was tall and had skinny leaves and long lanky buds and smells like strawberries and the sun kisses kind of, it's not as tall, but it's got that rounder structure and the wide plant structure and smells like oranges. Then we grow out the progeny that came from those crosses and we see that they both have a spicy apple flavor. We know that your Wizard of Oz is contributing a spicy apple turp to everything. That's kind of one of his traits, what we know he does. That's how you test out a male plant. That's the only real way to test out a boy is to pollinate a bunch of things, grow them, and then find commonalities amongst those different crosses to find out what he's doing. That's how I know so well what my King Solomon plant does to other plants when I cross it. It's very predictable for me. Um, eight out of 10 times by now, I can say, if we hit that plant with King Solomon, it's going to do this. And I can predict it. I'll write it down on paper and I'll say, bro, we're going to get this out of it. And then we'll do it. Whoever, I'll pollinate the plants. I'll give seeds to people and I'll say, expect this. Watch out for this. And they'll message me back. They'll be like, bro, I thought you said it's a tester. I never, you never grew it. How'd you know what it would, was going to do? And I'd be like, well, I know both the parents so well that I know that Strawberry Starburst grows tall. She gets skinny around week six. She starts yellowing up real bad. You want to give her extra nutrients, but don't because you'll burn her. She just kind of yellows out. That's what she does. And then I know that this other plant over here uh, around week nine, it really starts beefing up so that I know that the offspring around week seven, they're probably going to get yellow and beef up. That's just the kind of math that my brain understands how to do with these plants. They're my kids. I know them. I know that that one is going to be an ornery bitch one night, and that one's going to be really a pain in the ass in the mornings, but Saturday morning, they're going to get along. It's going to be cool. Just shit like that. You know it. That's how the plants are. Tell I am with the plants. They talk to me. They tell me. <clears throat> All right. I feel like I've been rambling for a very long time about this one, 
But honestly, breeding is all about your purpose and your goal. Breed with intent, breed with purpose, have a goal. Do what I do, challenge yourself. No matter which plants you use, just get a piece of paper and write down, uh, I'm going to cross, and I'm just being hypothetical. You can use any plants in your garden that you choose to work with, and you've got my permission, my blessing, um, my honor to breed with my seeds. All of you guys out there, gals out there, anybody uh, that wants to play with my seeds and do some pollen chucking, please do. If you make a seed company out of it, give me some credit. Give me a shout out, say, learn some shit from Rasta Jeff. But I encourage you to breed with my stuff. The main thing is that you've got a goal. All right, I told you I took some fat dabs, but I finally remember what the fuck I was saying. I just had to ramble it out. I may have cut some of the rambling out. Uh, That's the magic of editing. Uh, And I better say it before I fucking forget what I was saying. Again, here's a challenge. When you're going to do some breeding and you've got the blessings to breed with my plants, your plants, whatever plants you want to choose, nobody uh, should say you can't breed with their seeds. Once you buy them, they're yours. That's my opinion. Do your thing. Uh, But Write down, I'm going to breed my Wizard of Oz to Strawberry Starburst. I'm going to breed Wizard of Oz to Cindy 99. I'm going to breed Wizard of Oz to uh, something from Colin and something from Miss Jill. Just breed it to a bunch of different things, but write down your expected outcome. I think that's called your hypothesis. Write down uh, your your predictions, what you think. So like, I'm going to put this Wizard of Oz to Strawberry Starburst. I'm hoping I get high potency, Strawberry Terps. And then think of what like may kind of not be the super coolest trait. Everything's going to have like a, a negative trait to it. Like what's the downside to all these bonus traits? See where that is. Just see what you can predict. And then every time you breed again, keep writing down your predictions and you'll start seeing what you can do and what you can predict and what you can rely on and what the plants do repeatedly over and over when you breed with them. And then you'll learn this dude is great to breed with. This girl plant is good to breed with. Then you'll start playing with different male plants and you'll start seeing what different boy and girl combinations do to each other. And you'll realize this male and this female work real well together. But when I breed this male and this female together, it doesn't work worth a shit for some reason. And you'll find combos that are magic and some that are mediocre and some that you wish you never made because you end up throwing away big baggies filled with seeds. You feed them to the birds, you flush them down the toilet. Don't give those to your friends. All right. I think I've rambled on for extra time than I needed to on this one. Uh, my buddy, what is your name in this one? I already fucking lost your name in this one. Warwick, my friend, my bro. Uh, thank you for the great message. And um, if you've got any follow-up questions, I would love to talk more about this. Send me some more details and maybe we can steer you on the right path, get you down the right track. Uh, but man, just follow your heart, grow from your heart and breed with love, brother. That's what I really think you should, should and need to do. Uh, breed these, grow these plants out, see what speaks to you. And then you're like, uh, you're like the matchmaker. You're the guy on the dating game. You just got to set them up and hope they get along. You are the new plant tinder. Now, I do have one more message in front of me that I'm going to read on this episode. This, this message right here comes from my friend Squirrel Master. What up, Squirrel Master? Good to see you, brother. Hope you are well. Thank you for being a part of the Irie Army. It's good to have you on Team Irie Genetics. This message from my buddy Squirrel Master goes a little bit like this. It says, I'm sorry if I've asked this before. I can't remember. Dude, I've done 600. This is episode 675. Uh, I don't remember either. So if you already did, hopefully everybody forgot because I did. So did you. Hopefully everybody's smoking as much as we are. Anywho, anyhow, anyway, it goes like this. This is Squirrel Master. Uh, You should get that tattooed on your forearms. Put your arms like this together and then get this is Squirrel Master tattooed down your forearms. That would be fucking gnarly. Um, big up squirrel master. It says, I was wondering about light leaks and interrupter interruptions in the vegetative phase. Will this affect a vegging plant to the point where it causes herming 
or other things when the plants are flowering. Um, light interruptions during veg won't be major and catastrophic. If you do it on purpose multiple times, the plant may start tripping out on you and may show you some uh, frustration, some hormonal problems, but you can basically manipulate that light pretty well uh, a couple of times in veg. Uh, maybe you want to go from like, maybe you just want to completely change the schedule. Yeah, do it one time. They won't notice. They'll go, what the fuck was that? Then they'll just keep growing. Uh, if you do it like today and then again in three days and again in a few days, they may start getting weird shaped leaves because they're, they're just not sure what to do. They, they'll react just like you, bro. Once or twice, they'll be like, what the fuck was that? And they'll get right back on track. But if you do it a few times, they're going to want to talk to the manager. They're going to be like, what the fuck is going on? Why do you keep waking me up? Why am I sleeping? Then why are the lights back on? And why is it sunshiny at three in the morning? What's happening? But if you do it a couple times, uh, mess with them a little bit and veg, they will be okay. Try to get them back on a good day-night cycle, a good rhythm before you put them into flower so that they know like, oh, I've been on 18.6. And they kind of have an idea. And then when you switch to 12-12, they'll notice. They'll be like, oh, now it's actually 12-12. Because if you have a chaotic schedule, chaos, chaos, then you go to 12-12, they're going to be confused. It'll take a little bit longer, I would expect, for them to realize, oh, that's really 12-12. I really should go into bloom. So I would give them minimal interruptions as close to flower as possible, but I don't think that it will cause major problems major concerns. Now in the flowering phase, I would really try to avoid light leaks at all costs. I don't want light leaks, light interruptions, schedule changes. I really try to keep that locked in once I'm in the flowering phase. Uh, that is where you will see issues. You possibly will lead to intersex expressions of your plants. You'll start seeing possible reveg, start seeing possible twisty, coily leaves, maybe slow. Uh, the real word is retarded growth. Don't flag me for that one. That's the real word. The plant, the growth of the plant will be retarded because the light schedule is interrupted. Uh, I won't look like it's blooming the way that it should. You'll think you're in a flowering stage, but since you're getting a light leak, the plant just won't go into flower. It's like, no, it's still light. There's a little bit of light. So I'm supposed to stay in the vegetative stage. So make sure you've got full darkness in flower, but in the vegetative stage, you will be okay. As long as you're not out there fucking with the breaker, just making sure they're off and on. Don't turn it into a rave. Let's not have a party in the grow room, but a couple of interruptions and I think you will be just fine. All right, let me scroll through and make sure I've covered my notes. Yes, I feel like I have covered the major part of the show I wanted to get through. Now it is time to wrap up this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys, girls, pimps, hoes, friends, foes, smokers, growers, clone cutters, pollen chuckers. Uh, who else is out there? everybody out there, all of you beautiful cannabis people, thank you for joining me for another episode of the Grow From Your Heart podcast. That blue fruit had me high and rambly, so I hope you enjoyed this show as much as I did. This was a good time for me. If you feel like the episode was educational, informative, or entertaining, and you'd like to support the show, all you have to do is visit patreon.com forward slash grow from your heart. All of the information you need is right there on the screen. If you have any questions, corrections, comments, or concerns, of course, you can send me an email. The email address is growfromyourheart at hotmail.com. All of the other info you need is on the website at iriegenetics.com. Please do check out the website. Lots of cool stuff on there. Uh, there's a newsletter tab. You can type in your email address. We'll link you up with the newsletter. You'll get updates on new seed drops, new website information, new vendors, new merch. Uh, if I'm going to be at an event or something, I'll try to let you know. I do have another cool announcement that I'm going to share pretty soon. Um, so check out the website. Also, there is a place... Uh, where you can ask grow questions. There's a grow help tab on the website. 
Click on the Grow Help tab. It'll ask you a few preliminary questions. Then there's a spot for you to type in your grow problem. Type it in. Send me your question. I will help you out. Probably read it right here on the podcast. So check out the website, irigenetics.com. I'm sure you could tell my voice is burning out. It is time for me to wrap up this podcast. Once again, everybody, thank you for hanging out. 675 episodes. That's amazing to me. Every time I say a high number like that, I get a weird uh, little flutter inside and a smile on my face. It makes me feel great. So thank you guys for hanging out for so many episodes. This is the time where I ask you to click like, click subscribe. Most of you, of course, are already subscribed. If you're not already subscribed to the show, please do subscribe on YouTube. If you're listening on an audio format, I appreciate you. I love you for listening. If you're hanging out right now on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, uh, Spotify, wherever else you may be listening, please do go to YouTube. Just subscribe to the channel. Type in Grow From Your Heart Podcast. Click subscribe. I'm trying to get to 10,000 subscribers. Big thanks to everybody who subscribes to the show. All right, that's all I've got for you. You know, I'll be back in a couple of days with fresh new content. I want to send a giant shout out to my buddy, The Larf Night Rises. And until next time, take a fat dab and give your mama a hug for me.